Oh, it looks like it. Hold on. Let me get to the... Oh, there it is. Hey, look, there's me. Let me turn this volume off. What's up, everybody? Um, I always get super nervous. I haven't done this in a long time, so you'll just have to bear with me. Um, I guess today we're here to, uh, one, essentially, <sighs> fill some time. I uh, had an interview scheduled, um, but they got the damn COVID, so they had to cancel. And so this is me, um, you know, filling in time. Let me uh, turn this off so I can see the... There we go. But yeah, um, we had an interview scheduled, but they had to cancel because they got COVID, which is never fun. Sh uh, so I hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, seventh Crown, I believe it was. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to fill in some time, I suppose. Anyways... I guess we'll just jump right into it. Welcome to the Toon Junkies podcast. That's right. This is going to be Saturday's episode because we got to do something, right? Um, so yeah, uh, initially I was going to have, um, I had audio and stuff from Rock the Rescue um, that happened last week, but there was like some background noise that I could not get rid of and it was really annoying like I would not have I, I couldn't subject you to the noises that you would have had to like listen to so I just I just cut it I couldn't I couldn't fix it so let's just go over how awesome Rock the Rescue was um it was hot let me tell you um but Rock the Rescue was a lot of fun I had a lot of a lot of good people were there um I want to specifically shout out for, there was a lot of bands there, but I remember, um, I hope you can hear me. I'm sure you can hear me, but Rock the Rescue, had, uh, shout out to Levine. They were really great. Um, Lines of Loyalty, The Rumors, Reckless Revival, Autumn Academy, New Age Premonition, all those bands you should check out. Check out all the bands that were on that lineup, but specifically, I got to catch uh, the set of those bands, and they were really good. I'm trying to get in touch with Levine. All the bands I talked to, talked about. Um, Reckless Revival we've already mentioned. And I was talking to them uh, at the uh, at the show. And um, I had this, uh, had this idea. I was wondering, do you guys think this is specifically to guitar players? Guitar players, I need you to weigh in. Guitar players, do you pretend to play air guitar? Because from what I've noticed... Uh, people who play air guitar can't actually play guitar in real life. I do the air guitar thing, like, all the time. And I, I, I have a theory that if you do the air guitar, you can't actually play guitar. Um, but, uh, I was talking to Reckless Revival about that theory, and, um, they were saying that y there's, there's a key that you have to, like, look for. You have to watch out for... Um, placement. So if it's just like this, just one spot, that person can't play guitar. But if they're like moving and they're like in actual spots, they probably know how to play guitar. So that's kind of the... So one one thing I would like you to do if you're listening, if you're watching, whatever, pay attention to people who do the air guitar. And if you see them do it, go up to them, address them, be like, hey, can you actually play guitar? And I want to know what the... like what the number is. Do do a lot of people say, no, I don't know play guitar, I just really like the song, or is it like, eh, yeah, I play guitar. 
That's what I'm really curious about. I don't think I think if you do the air guitar, you can't actually play guitar. That's that's my theory. Um but yeah. Um but yeah, Reckless Revival was really great. Autumn Academy was great. Autumn Academy is always great. They did a cover of uh with the weekend's blinding lights. Fucking primo stuff. I don't know if I can swear on Facebook, but I just did. Um <laughs> but yeah, and then New Age Premonition. So a friend of mine's a friend of mine's friend is dating someone in that band, right? And they're I was like, okay, yeah, I'll check them out. They listen, they did a cover of Hall and Oates, Maneater, and it was really good. Um, the vocalist though, like I so I didn't know anything about this band, and when I saw them, the vocalist, shout out to you, whoever you're what whoever you are, um, his get up was it was it was a good drip, okay? The fit was clean, okay? But the the style that he was wearing was nothing like I it, it's not the sound that I was expecting to come out of him. They were really good though. So, shout out to New Age Premonition. Um Justin says I can play two riffs and I air guitar all the time. So, you may be honest. On Thank you, Justin. That's what I'm saying. I think I think there's something there. Um I think it kind of leans into the idea of like how there's a lot of people who are great at guitar player. Not you, Adam Araki. I know you're great at Guitar Hero but and also guitar. But I think if you're good at Guitar Hero, you're not good at guitar in real life. That's also my stance, too. Because, well, I suck at both. I could only ever get... I could only ever play medium. Four fingers, bro. Red, yellow, green, and blue. That's all I could ever do. Um, throwing that orange and I... Fucked me all up. I couldn't do anything. But yeah, Rock and the Rescue was a lot of fun. Lines of Loyalty was also really great. Another band that I definitely judged the book by its cover. I was expecting a different sound. The vocalist has like dreads and face tattoos, and I was like, oh, okay, this band is probably going to be like new metal, right? Um, they might be. Like, they have, I think they have one song on Spotify that I was aware of, and, but the, like, the style that they were on, like, just on stage it wasn't as intense so but it was it was they were really great i really like them i'm trying to get a hold of them i think they're kind of like touring right now so especially lines of loyalty and the rumors i know for sure are like kind of like traveling so i'm just kind of waiting for them to settle at home so i can get them on the show careful kitty um but yeah so rock and the rescue was a really great time i appreciate everybody who came out um and uh survive the heat so but yeah let's uh let's jump into um some music news that's happened this week did you guys see that the uh the nevermind baby the baby from the nirvana album <laughs> is suing the band for child porn and sexual exploitation isn't that crazy like that was like 25 years ago and then i think i just also saw that he he did like a reshoot in 2016 for like the 25th anniversary. So it's like weird that now all of a sudden he has a problem with it. Um, I mean, I get it though. Like we're all fucking broke, man. Like we're all broke. I don't understand why. Well, no, I get it. It's just, it's weird. It's a, it's, it's bad timing, bad form. And I also, I think, I don't know if he would be, well, maybe he is suing the band, but I, wouldn't he just be like suing Courtney Love doesn't she like own 
a lot of the Nirvana rights because she was married to Kurt. Um, I don't know. If he wants to sue Courtney Love, go for it, bro. But I don't think you're going to win. But anyways, who cares? Oh, oh, that dude's name is Spencer Eldon, by the way. If you want to, like, go give him shit, do it. Who cares? Do it. Who cares? Um... Right, Justin? It is really fucking crazy. I don't want it. Yeah, probably looking for a handout. And, like, I get it. Like, you know, times are hard, so. But still, man, still. Bad form. Bad form. Especially when you're, like, you openly, openly were, like, hey, let's do a reshoot. Blah, blah, blah. It's, I don't know. Bad, bad form, I guess. Whatever. But, I don't know. I think it's, it's weird. It's weird. I, especially like you know everyone's gonna see it. It's not like you're a nobody. And I seen like, was it Loudwire, Consequent? Everybody was posting about it. Like, oh, this dude's fucking suing. And I think I saw Loudwire the other today. They were talking about how <laughs> the kid from the Allison Chains Jar of Flies is suing uh, Allison Chains for uh, extreme fear of bugs now. Obviously, it's satirical, but I thought it was funny that they were making a joke out of it. But yeah, pretty intense stuff, I guess. I don't know. It's weird Weird times we live in, man. Don't knock that over, kitty. I'm watching you. Little bastard. <sighs> but yeah, oh, did um, also I saw today that, so, you guys remember that band Mouse Rat? from Parks and Rec, you know, uh, Bye Bye Little Sebastian, and, uh, Fell Into the Pit, you know, um, so they're, like, dropping, like, a full record, and, I mean, I'm super stoked, especially that, like, I really hope, I really hope that it's, like, a, like, a full, it'd be really sweet if it was, like, if they were gonna press some vinyl, because I would hop on that in a fucking second, because, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want a little bit of Andy Dwyer in your fucking life? Like a physical form of Andy Dwyer. Not like, not physical form, you know, but I don't know. I would, I'm, I, I'm excited because I'm pretty sure it drops tomorrow. Um, tomorrow being fr Friday, August 27th, right? Uh, I have to say that because I'm going to take this audio and I'm going to post it for the episode this week, so just so people listening aren't, you know, confused. Um, but yeah, Mouse Rat, that's, I think that's pretty neat. I, I don't, do we know how many songs that Mouse Rat, Mouse Rat had in the show? Like, I only remember the two. Little Sebastian, Fell in the Pit, actually, no, I remember some others, but I think it was, I don't think we ever got like a full song. I think it was mainly just, uh, like, those two, and then you get, like, excerpts of little bits. I don't know. I'm excited to see what they're gonna, what they're gonna pump out, though, tomorrow. So, that's pretty neat. Um, speaking of other things that are dropping tomorrow, Halsey's new album. I think it's, uh, If I Can't Have Love, Gimme Power, or something like that. Very, everybody, every time I've seen the album artwork posted online, everybody's like, why isn't this getting flagged or banned? Because Halsey's boob is out. Big deal. It's a boob. We've all seen one. Maybe. Maybe. 
that might be an assumption on my part. And if I'm wrong, I apologize. Maybe somebody has not seen a boob. But the cool thing about the times we live in is you could just Google boob and there you go. Granted, it's not the same thing as, you know, IRL, but it's whatever, you know. You're allowed to do whatever you want. Um, I'm really excited for Halsey's new album. I was reading a couple reviews because um, it was, uh, I think it was produced by Trent Reznor and, uh, oh man, I'm going to forget that other guy's name. Sorry. But it's the Nine Inch Nails guys. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's them. So apparently it's very industrial leaning. It's not so poppy, which I'm interested in, but I'm also like nervous because all I've ever, all I know is the uh, Halsey Poppy stuff. Not the band, not Poppy the band, but like popular top 40 kind of sound but i'm excited for it and also it's really crazy that like she's also she's got she made like a movie for it too like a full-fledged movie for it uh i don't know what it's gonna be i've seen like you know trailers for it online but i don't know i'm excited for it um and on that it's also i think i saw in September, September 10th, uh, Casey Musgrave's new album is coming out. Hell yes, I'm super, super stoked to have gotten on the Casey Musgraves train and just in time for a new album. Um, I like how Golden Hour, previously the previous album in 2018, was like the intro to her marriage, right? And then uh, this new one is the outro to it because she got divorced, which... Sorry, Casey, but also, like, that's kind of neat. Like, maybe there's a chance for me. No, I'm just kidding. There's no chance. But, yeah, it sucks that you got divorced. But also, I'm thankful in the on the other hand because we're getting an album out of it. But uh, she's also doing, like, a, a movie thing just like Halsey. Now, I'm not saying they're in, co- in, in cahoots. That's the word I was looking for. They're not in cahoots doing the same thing. But I'm wondering if that's going to be, like, a... A new thing that artists do is that they they um make an album and they make a movie parallel to said album, which I think is kind of cool. Um, I kind of fell off the wagon, not even fell off. I was never really even into like music videos, but there was some I would check out. Like if there was a bunch of hype, it was mainly in high school. I if there was a bunch of hype around a music video, I would go and check it out. But like I never really watched music videos unless they were like playing on MTV at 2 a.m. when I'd come home in a stupor but yeah I never really got into music videos but I think the movie thing is probably it's an easier sell for me like I I I'm more I I'm more apt to look into a movie than like a three-minute video I suppose maybe I don't really know but yeah I'm excited for those um, especially if it's going to be like a thing that everybody does now. Um, but yeah, fun stuff. Um, what else we got? What else happened this, this weekend? Oh, I think it was, um, yesterday, today, sometime, we'll just say it happened this week. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, the, uh, TikTok lady, I shouldn't say TikTok lady, but I think that's where, who cares? Um, uh, Olivia, Ro- Olivia Rodrigo gave Haley Williams and Josh Farrow writing credits for her song Good For You. Um, I don't really, I don't know. The only bit of Good For You I know is the 
small excerpt I've heard on TikTok. But apparently uh, her song Good For You is like an interpolation of Misery Business by uh, 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 Paramore. I almost forgot the name of Haley Williams' band. Um, but yeah, uh, I uh, apparently was too unavoidable. A bunch of people online were like, hey, way to steal from Paramore, blah, blah, blah. To the point where, um, like, they were in contact and they were talking about how similar it is. And I guess uh, today, or just this week, this week she changed the writing credits and gave Haley Williams and uh, Josh Farrow writing credits, which is, I guess, pretty cool um, that you kind of owned up to it. Wasn't there, was it many years ago, was it, Sam Smith, who kind of caught some flack for uh, interpolating, uh, what was it, Tom Petty? Uh, Tom Petty song, I think he, uh, I don't know Sam Smith enough, and I don't remember what song it was, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was flack about that. Um, interpolation, I know that's kind of a word that I learned recently. Interpolation is uh, when you replicate a similar melody of another song. Um, versus sampling. Sampling is where you take like the actual audio, whether it be um, the instruments or the lyrics from a different song and in, and place it into your own. A lot of like hip hop artists do the sampling. That's mainly where it gets uh, used. I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say yes. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, Olivia Rodrigo. I know her like album was Spotify top stuff for months. Like, she was just, like, song after song after song was, like, top top ten stream songs on Spotify f- there for a while. But then uh, Kid Leroy, shout out Kid Leroy and that song Steak. Was it Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber? That song slaps, though. Okay, I know it's only two and a half minutes long, and it makes me mad that he's going to make millions of dollars off a two and a half minute song, but, hey, good for good for him. I'm excited for him. That's one. It's a bop, and two. Like, I don't even know how old that kid is. I assume he's probably pretty young. He looks pretty young, so that's pretty neat. Um, we're gonna. I'm not going. Well, do I want to talk about it? I do kind of want to talk about it. The Cowboy Bebop live action Netflix show has a release date, and it's November nineteenth. I know that's not music related, but that's something I'm like really hyped for. Um. Uh, Cowboy Bebop was one of those, like, OG animes that I started with, and honestly, it kind of set the bar unrealistically high for everybody else. For all the other animes I watched, the, the animation style was great, the, the soundtrack, bro, is unmatched. Uh, well, I would say Samurai Champloo is probably up there, uh, rest in peace, Nujibis, um, but the soundtrack for... Uh, Cowboy Bebop is by itself is amazing um, and I heard that they're getting the uh, the same um, uh, same music same musician same soundtrack I don't fucking know person who made the music for the original series is coming back to do the uh, the live action which is super cool um, Netflix doesn't have a personally doesn't have a great rapport uh, for live action animes. Um, if you guys watch Death Note, you know what I'm talking about. 
Um, I don't know why they thought it would be a good idea to cram 60 episodes into an hour and a half movie. Like, who thought that that would work? You don't get to see the the transformation from uh, just nerdy, straight-A student to, like, narcissistic psychopath with a god complex. You don't get to see that in an hour and a half. Like, it takes time. It takes 50, 60 episodes for you to get that. Just like, imagine if you watched, if they took the entirety of Breaking Bad, right, and mashed it into an hour and a half movie. That would not be, that wouldn't be anywhere near as good. Because it's it's the it's the story it's the the arc you get to watch this character delve into madness that's that's what it's all about um, and let me see what other Netflix live act oh so the Full Metal Alchemist live action was it was okay um, I love Full Metal Alchemist and I I don't think it did the show any justice it was a pretty good like interpretation for what it was but. I don't think it was that good. I haven't had much love for any live-action um, animes on Netflix. Uh, I did watch the Roroni Kenshin um, live-action. I only watched the first part. I haven't watched the, the second. But I didn't hate it, but I also don't really remember much of Roroni Kenshin. I don't think I watched the series all the way through. I'm pretty sure that I would like... It was in and out. I only watched episodes here and there so I don't really know but it was decent um I'll have to watch the ending to see how see how good it goes how good it went well it went how well it went um but yeah uh so as much as I'd love to talk about anime for, for the rest of the remainder of this live I'm not gonna do that because I have to stick to some sort of theme and the theme has to be my, my music so um I don't know. I know. <laughs> I know. A lot of people probably aren't going to be too um, empathetic with this next story, but I, for one, am empathetic because I went through a phase where this was a big. This music was a big part of my life, and the music I'm talking about is ICP, Insane Clown Posse. That's right. So the Insane Clown Posse, um, Violent J was essentially given an expiration date, right? He has, like, intense heart failure, and in in that, he has announced a farewell tour. I don't know if this is, like... Uh, I don't think 9 out of 10 doctors would recommend this, but he's going to do it, and I appreciate him doing that, because if I... I Toon Junkies wanted to go to the gathering of the juggalos like <laughs> i believe it was last year we talked to my own will at not last year the year before yeah um we talked to my own will at um michigan metal fest and they went that year to jug gathering of the juggalos and bro <laughs> they were telling us all kinds of crazy stories like they were saying that there was this one road that you had to cross like it was inside this park or whatever and they had to like there was this dirt road you had to cross, and somebody had set up a table and a sign, and the only way that you could get past them was if you showed your butthole. <laughs> that is just wild. Like, I only, only Juggalos would be down with that. Like, I don't, I have nothing but love for the Juggalos, 
Um, I would claim Juggalo love for whoop whoop, whatever. I would have claimed that, what is it, like 10 years ago when I was into ICP. But, man, like, I just heard crazy stories, something about, like, they were talking about people, they had, like, this dildo contest. I don't know. I don't rem- it was, it was a gross story that they told, but it sounded, it sounded like a wild time. It would be fun, well, it would be interesting to watch, but not necessarily be directly involved in, right? Like, I would be cool, it'd basically be... What I do at shows now is where I kind of like stand off to the side or stand in the back and I just observe and I watch and I enjoy the things that are happening in front of me. I don't necessarily want to be directly involved because, well, you know, yeah, um, <laughs> it, it's just, but yeah, um, Violent J, you probably won't ever hear this, but I hope I, if you have to go out, I hope you go out doing what you love, like that's. That's what all the Juggalos want. We just want you to be happy. So do what you got to do, man. Um, Just uh, try not to die on stage because that would be very traumatic for a lot of people. And it's not a a good look. You don't want to go out on... Well, maybe you do. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you to live your life, man. But hearts out to you, Violent J. Stay safe out there, man. Um, And then in other news, I saw that uh, Jerry Cantrell of... Allison Chain's fame is uh he announced his first solo tour in 18 years. This month he hasn't well, I mean he's been doing Allison Chains. We all know that. But like he announced a, a new tour alongside a new album called Brighton which arrives in October. I'm pretty excited about that. Um I never I haven't delved into a lot of his solo stuff, but from what I've heard um, I think there was, well, I can't even look at my phone because I'm fucking looking at my phone. That's another thing that annoys me, man. I haven't done one of these live live stream things in, like, what was it, quarantine? I tried to do this. And when I came back, apparently now, Facebook and Google are, like, mad at each other. And now I can't get permissions to use my camera and my mic on my laptop to stream live. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe things have changed since I've done one of these, and I just couldn't figure it out, but whatever. Anyways, um, but yeah, what was I saying? What was I talking about before I got into that? Oh, yeah, uh, Jerry Cantrell. Um, hold on, I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna pull up, uh, Spotify real quick, and I'm gonna tell you the one song, I only know this song, because I didn't even know he had, like, solo music. Um, it was like a, a, um, 90s all uh uh playlist that I was listening to and I was like oh this is an Allison Chains uh song I've never heard before and I looked at it and I was like oh it's just Jerry Cantrell his new single Atone kicks out I haven't I haven't listened to Atone yet I've uh um Cut You In Cut You In is a song that I know I can vouch for it does slap definitely check it out but I I'll have to check out Atone um all right, I'm going to fuck... Oh, God, close this down. All right, cool. But yeah, Jerry Cantrell, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, yeah, I'll have to check out all of his solo stuff because it looked like he had a like a couple albums. Let me see this. Couple albums. What we got? What are we looking at? Um, Let me see. 
2002 Degradation Trip Volumes 1 and 2. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, and yeah, and then 1998 Boggy Depot. Okay, so that was it. He's got a, a, a single for... What? That's on the... Bro, I didn't realize that. He had a song on the D DC Dark Knight's Metal soundtrack. I have two of those fucking vinyl, and I didn't know Jerry Cantrell was on it. Well, damn. The song called Setting Sun. I'll have to check that out. Well, damn, I'm just fucking sleeping on all kinds of people right now. Don't cancel me, okay? There's a lot of music, and I don't have time for all of it, okay? Give me a fucking break. I've been... Granted, it is, so, it is mainly my fault because all I've been doing is listening to John Mayer. Um, that's not entirely true. But I have been listening to a lot of John Mayer. Recently, I just rekindled my... I shouldn't say rekindled, but I've been listening to a lot of Incubus lately because I'm worried that, like, my uh, my COVID that I had last year and then also the fact that I picked up smoking again. I know, gross, right? Um, it's, like, affecting my lungs, and I don't I don't have the same, like breath control and capacity that I used to, so I'm going to say it, I'm going to record it, I'm going to put it out there. I have four months to get the rest of my cigs, my cigarettes smoking in before I don't do it anymore, and I think I, I just want to quit smoking all around, because I do think it's affecting my lungs, and it doesn't help that I have asthma. Like, any time I tell people that, they're like, why, why do you smoke if you have asthma? I'm like, I... Listen, man, we're all at, we all have, we all have our vices, okay? I like smoking, okay? Cut You In, Dying Inside, Cast Away, Siddhartha, and Devil by His Side are my favorites of his solo stuff. Thank you, Matt. I will be sure to check those out tomorrow when I go to work. Um, let me see. Jerry Cantrell, we talked about that. Oh, this is right. So, I don't know how into power metal you guys are. But do you guys know the band Glory Hammer and or Ailstorm? Um, I know, I think it was last year for uh, Christmas, I got um, Tyrell, me, and Nick all matching Ailstorm vinyls, all different variants. Well, there's some news about that band. Um, apparently, uh, they're all pieces of shit, you know? Um, I, maybe I shouldn't lump the entire band together, um, but specifically a few members are for sure big pieces of shit. Um, screenshots from a group chat show some pretty awful language, including the use of the N-word. Isn't that nice? All these bands that you like and then you find out they're garbage people behind the scenes. <sighs> that sucks too because I liked, I, I enjoyed Ailstorm and I enjoyed Glory Hammer. Um, I don't know specifically who is who. The group chat, the screenshots had, like, different names. So, like, it was, like, Crud, Dunny, and shit like that. It wasn't their, like, actual names. They gave each other nicknames in the group chat. So it's kind of hard. It's not hard. I'm sure somebody deciphered it and, like, has it somewhere online. But um, I'm not going to read the messages because you can just find the screenshots on Twitter. Or I think Loudwire has an article on them, and I think they have the screenshots, and I definitely would say that they probably deciphered who is who, but I'm, I think it was the vocalist, I know for sure the vocalist of Glory Hammer got booted because of this, and then I think the keyboardist in Glory Hammer is also in Ailstorm, and he is also in with this, uh, 
fun uh, revelation. Um, So that's that's fun, right? Don't you just love when the bands you enjoy listening to end up being gigantic pieces of shit? Yeah, they were also being like... um, One of the guys said something about how he was working his way through the races and by that I mean um, sexual encounters and that's how the use of the n-word came up so isn't that fun gross but anyways I don't really want to talk about that anymore speaking of Loudwire um, they're doing a video series on 30 years of grunge and I love grunge um I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, the one question that like they were kind of like hovering around is who invented grunge? Like we all know, excuse me, we all know that grunge originates in Seattle, right? My question to you is, who do you think invented grunge? And if you say Nirvana, I swear to God, I, I will come to your fucking house, bro. It was not Nirvana. Stop saying Nirvana invented grunge yes they popularized it they commercialized it and they probably got the most they probably got the most success out of the grunge sound but there's no way i will not accept nirvana as an answer to who invented grunge um except well i don't want to tell you what to say but for me personally acceptable answers for who invented grunge would be Green River, Mud Honey, Mother Love Bone, or the Melvins. The Melvins. I know the Melvins are a big were a big inspiration for a lot of the, at least a few of the members in Soundgarden, and I respect Soundgarden so much. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Um. So I'm going to throw it in there. I don't know much about the Melvins because I never really got into um, the Melvins. So I'll have to do my own research, right? Um, Matthew says Mud Honey. Mud Honey is an acceptable answer. I will accept Mud Honey. Um, but yeah, um, I'm really excited to see this like, I don't know how many part series they're going to do on this grunge thing, but I like how grunge is a label that's put on so many different bands with such different sounds like i know a lot of people classify soundgarden as grunge pearl jam as grunge nirvana is grunge uh screaming trees um the list there's those are the ones off the top of my head um allison chains allison chains like falls into the era of grunge but i honestly don't know if i would throw them into grunge like i love allison chains but I don't know if I think of grunge when I hear Alice in Chains. Like, I think I get more of, like, a... Mm, the feeling that I get from Alice in Chains is more like a heavy, dark blues kind of thing. And I know that that's probably going to be... I'm probably going to catch some flack for saying that. But that's what I get. When I hear grunt, when I think of grunge, I'm thinking more, like... Mud Honey. Um, I like saying Soundgarden, but I don't know if Soundgarden is grunge. Like, I don't know. 
it's such a weird it's such a weird label and there's so many different I know I just got done saying this but there's so many different bands with such different sounds that get labeled as grunge and I just don't it's it's kind of hard to pin down I don't know I like is grunge just being from Seattle and playing loud music on a guitar is that all it is or is it I mean, I know it has specifically to do with the tone and the, like, effects of the guitar. I don't think it's... Yeah, man, I would I would almost agree. Uh, Alice in Chains was almost sludge metal. Almost, for sure. Almost, but, like, I don't know. Alice in Chains is, like, a... I think it's funny that Alice in Chains started as, like, a... Fu- well, they did, they did start as, like, a... Like, a hair metal band, didn't they? Like... If you look up old pictures of, like, early, early AI Alice in Chains, like, Lane's got, like, big permed hair, and they're, it's, it's kind of like, uh, Pantera, Pantera, was it Pantera? Yeah, Pantera started as, like, a, like, a hair metal band, too, but, I mean, it's, like, late 80s, the hair metal thing was still really popular, and, but it was also kind of, like, dying out, what is it, what's that band, Firehouse? Firehouse fucking rules. But, like, they were just at the tail end of, like, the hair metal thing. And they started, like, raising up during, like, once grunge was starting grunge was starting to take over. I don't know. I love Firehouse, but I feel like they, they were born at the wrong time. They had been born earlier, so they could come up with, like, you know, Def Leppard and all them. Twisted Sister, whatever. I think they would have been, they probably had a, a lot more success than what they have right now. Um, if you don't listen to Firehouse, you should definitely check out Firehouse because Firehouse is a perfect five out of seven, bro. You should definitely check them out. Um, um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Hold on. Oh, looky there. Uh, phone's about to die. It's whatever. Good thing we got it plugged in, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm super. I'm still super annoyed that I have to use my phone to do this. I was so like ready to use my laptop because that's what I used last time which was a year ago (laughs) but I was really annoyed and then like everything I was looking up was oh it's not gonna work like the permissions aren't the same anymore it just doesn't work and then I was looking at like using OBS and something called Yellow Duck or Lula to try and like use OBS to stream over here it's just a fucking shit show man I was I'm, I I really almost didn't do this strictly because I was like super annoyed and I didn't want to be like testy and short and at, like just mean. I know I'm normally mean, but when I'm like annoyed, actually annoyed, I get pretty rude. This is not sponsored by Gatorade. This isn't even Gatorade in here. It's a fucking Bolt House smoothie. I just didn't want to bring the whole bottle in here because it's like this fucking big. I needed a smaller container. <sighs> but yeah. Um, that's kind of all I really had. I know, I'm sure there's more music news that I didn't fucking catch, but this is really all that I had written down, I suppose. But yeah. I think with that, um, is there anything that you guys have seen? I know, well... I do want to talk about, and I do want to give a shout out to the boys in the Green Leaves. Hi, Michael, and 
Damon and everybody else in that band whose names I can't remember because I haven't seen you in a year. <sighs> Congrats on uh, booking that show with uh, Lorna Shore. That's pretty fucking dope, man. That's really cool. I'm really excited for you guys. I, mm, I don't remember what day it's on, but I think that show is on like a Wednesday. I could be really wrong, but wait. No, it's on a Friday. It is on a Friday. Where's it at? Where's the show at again? It's in Indy. I'm pretty sure it's in Indy. It's not at the Emerson, is it? I don't think it's at the Emerson. Maybe it is at the... Oh, it's September 17th. Thank you, Maddie. Again, I don't know what day that is. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it's a Friday because I remember somebody being like, Oh, and it's on a Friday. But I don't remember where. Where that is. I know it's in Indy, Maddie. I already said that. I just don't know what the location is. Is it the Emerson? Is it the uh, Egyptian room? Is it Hi-Fi? Is it, yeah, Hi-Fi. Where the fuck is it? I don't remember. I don't know. I just activated Facebook this week, so I'm way behind on a whole bunch of shit. You guys are going to have to fill me in. I opened up, bro, I opened up my Facebook. Well, not opened up, but I reactivated. Bro, there was, there were so many notifications i all kinds of like hey like my band hey like this page hey come to this thing hey go to this live stream event that happened three that happened three months ago like oh my god i remember why i got rid of facebook one because it's so stressful it's just constant bombardment of everything that's going on like i i enjoy following these bands and staying updated and all that stuff but man there's just like it comes to a point where it's just too much. It's like, bow, 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 info, 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 info. And it's just like, bro, I can't even, I can't even retain my own thoughts, let alone the information that you're spitting at me. Did anybody, did anybody find out where the Greenleaf show with Lorna Shore is? Did anybody find that out? I don't, I guess I could probably leave this. Hold on. I'll look it up. Greenleaves. Where are you at, boys? Greenleaves landscaping. That can't be right. Green leaves, green leaves, green leaves. Um, 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 um. Kings, Lorna Shore at the Emerson Theater. There it is. I was right. The Emerson Theater, that's, um, uh, so I know that used to be a small little venue. They moved, right? That became... It became another place for a while, didn't it? Because I went to, I went to a play a show in India, and o I went to see Oceano, and then um, who else was on that fucking show? Um, it was Parker's band. Um, this no Gunhands McBuzzsaw. That's right, Gunhands played with uh, Oceano. Um, but yeah, I remember that show at, but it it was called the Citadel. I don't, I think the People who owned the Emerson, like, moved to the Citadel or bought the Citadel? And then, is the Emerson its own place again? Did they just, like, renovate it? Let me see. The Emerson Theater. Oh, it's not going to let me... F mm, that's so annoying. I hate that the little, like, you know, little map icon doesn't, like, link me to a map. It's just like, oh, this is where it's at. Okay, but where is this? Search Google for the Emerson Theater. Okay, maps. Where yet? Where yet? Where yet? Where yet? 
Now where'd you go? Where'd you go? Okay, it looks like it's... Yeah, it's okay. It's the same place that I played at many, 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 many years ago in like 2011. 2012? 2012, I think it was. Alright, it's still the same place. I have not been there in a long time. It looks a lot nicer than it was <laughs> when I was there. Oh boy, was that place run down. Oh man. But it's good to see that they, uh, they spruced the place up a little bit. Has anybody been to the Emerson Theater recently? Probably not recently because of COVID, but I know I really wanted to go to the, uh, we Came as Romans, Devil Wears Prada, and then there was like two other bands on that show. Um, but We Came as Romans was doing uh, To Plant a Seed in its entirety one last time after uh, Kyle died. But I fucking missed it, man. The ticket sold out before I could get to it, and I'm fucking pissed. But it's okay. I have the... <laughs> my justification for that is that I have the special uh, tour variant press of the We Came as Romans to plant a seed vinyl. That's, it's okay. Things are all right. I have that. It's fine. And then I also got to see them with Kyle in 2011 at Warp Tour at Cuyahoga Falls. Holy balls was that a hot day. I think it was my first Warp Tour and... My God, I had never experienced anything like that before. Like, I know I've talked about this on the show before, but I enjoy I enjoy reliving that moment when having them come out on stage. You know, they had little little stages for Warp Tour, and there was like fucking 400 people just packed into this little fucking square of this area, dude. Shoulder to shoulder, soon as they came on, they start playing, and it's like, I'm 5'6", okay? I'm 120 pounds, soaking wet. I don't... I didn't have much say in where I moved to because it was just fucking swaying. I hope this sounds funny in the mic. Just swaying back and forth, bro. It was so intense. Getting to see We Came as Romans and then I saw Of Mice and Men. Oh, Of Mice and Men. That first, that first album, bro. That debut album. If you have a problem with that debut album, your mom's a hoe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're allowed to like whatever you want to like. But that album is so good. And I'm so mad. Well, I think I think Austin did some things that had him removed from the band. But um, I miss him. Also, the clean vocalist. What was a clean vocalist's name in Of Mice and Men? He, he might still be. He probably is. I am so... Oh, why did that autocorrect everything? Um, no, not not the film. I don't want the film. Of Mice and Men Band. Because the hard vocalist was Austin. Austin Carlisle, right? And then who was the clean vocalist? I do not remember. Is Aaron the new vocalist? Yes, he's the new vocalist. Aaron, you're great, but you're not Austin, and that's my qualm. <laughs> you're not Austin. I really liked Austin's style. Who the hell is the clean vocalist? Does anybody know? Damn it. Um, let me see. Wikipedia, where are you at? Band members, here we go. Singer, lead guitarist, drummer, rhythm guitarist. Maybe Aaron is the clean vocalist. Is Aaron the clean vocalist and also the bass player? Or maybe it's Devin... O Ooh, it's... I think it's Devin. No, that's that's a touring musician. 
Oh, this is so difficult to try and figure out. John Kintz, maybe? He's got rhythm guitar, clean vocals. Yeah, but that was 2009. Damn. Unclean? Why are you calling it? Un- Aaron is the new clean vocalist. Okay. Well, who was the who was the who was the original clean vocalist in from their first and second and possibly third album? I don't remember. Um, bass clean vocals, 2011. Devin Oliver. No, that's a touring musician though. I don't want a fucking touring musician. 2011. Uh, Aaron lead vocals, clean vocals, and occasional. No, you're not who I want. You're not who... I don't know. I don't know how to look this up. Whatever. Whoever the original clean vocalist is for Of Mice and Men, I want to know, one, is he still in Of Mice and Men? If he is, great. If he's not, why isn't he in another band? Because those vocals were so good. So good. I love... Mm, this is going to bother me now that I don't. I can't figure it out. Where are all my Of Mice and Men stands at, bro? That, that's who I need to talk to. Where are all my Of Mice and Men fans? Uh, who cares? Mm. Whoa. Uh, what does it say? With a question at hand asking of the departure of Kintz in a Q&A for the group. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Borja? B-O-U-R-G-E-T? Borget? We're going to butcher. We're just going to say Borget. Borget um, jokingly stated John didn't cut it. On Kintz's part, he reportedly cited that he that the band felt he was partying too much after reaching a million plays from their MySpace profile in just two months. Man, since its launch, the band uploaded a cover of Lady Gaga's song Poker Face. Wow, a million plays on MySpace profile. Oh, man. Good old MySpace, dude. I remember... I remember writing some very cringy things on there. Not like like racial or sexual or anything. I was just very, I was an emotional kid, emo, you know, OG scene kid. Just writing dumb, dumb little like blurbs, blogs, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Oh my God. I remember, I remember like stumbling. I forget, something came up on Facebook a couple years ago and I was like, hey, revisit your MySpace profile. And I did. And I was like, this can't be on the internet. This has to go away. So, and of course, I didn't remember any of my login information, so I had to be like, hey, Facebook, um, somebody's using my account, I need you to delete it. And I think they did. So, whew, that's good, because I think, <laughs> I think I specifically remember writing a thing about how I believe in aliens and stuff like that. I mean, I don't, I'm not knock, I still, I'm still pro-alien, bro, like, yo, take me to your leader, man, but like, just dumb 16-year-old, like, thoughts, man. Dumb 16-year-old thoughts. That's all I'm, that's all I can say. I, mm. part of me wishes I wouldn't have deleted so I could look back on it and, like, share the embarrassment with you, but I'm so overbearingly controlling of, like, what people perceive me as because I'm super insecure that, (laughs) I just, I had to get rid of it, man. I had to fuck, I had to get rid of it. But now I regret it. I regret it. I wish I could be like, I wish I would have saved it to be like, to my, my offspring in the future or just whatever it is. Be like, this is what you don't want to be. Don't say things like this and put it on the internet because 
people will roast you. Nobody did on MySpace. I don't know why nobody... Like, roasting... Then Let me try Do I remember? Do I remember this? I don't think... I don't remember any roasting on MySpace as much as I do remember it on Facebook. I feel like Facebook is way more aggressive and demeaning and uh, mean to people. On I think Facebook is a place where bullies are more prominent. I don't think it was much of a thing on Facebook, but also I'm on MySpace. It may not have been as prominent on MySpace because... Like the 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 layout wasn't the same as it is on Facebook. I don't think it was like you had to like go to people's pages. It wasn't like you could just see. I don't remember. I really don't remember. So I should probably stop talking. But <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know what it is about Facebook. Why everybody's so mean? I mean, I'm not knocking it. Like I think I think being mean's hilarious. I love Anthony Jeselnik. That dude only says terrible jokes. Who's that guy? The British guy. Fuck, what's his name? Mm, he's got a really weird laugh. He laughs like, oh, 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 oh. That's it. I swear to God, that's his real laugh. It's really, oh, man. What's his name? Doesn't matter. But he also makes mean jokes. I remember, I think it was for the roast of Justin Bieber. He had a joke because Pete Davidson was there because Pete and Biebs are like tight. And uh, uh, he made a joke. He said, I don't know why everybody here is roasting um, Pete's dad. Pete's dad, for uh, um, for a preface, Pete's dad died in 9-11. He's a fire, firefighter, and he died on 9-11. So, um, this guy, no, it's Car, no, it's not Carson. Is it Carson? It's not Johnny Carson, but Car, Jimmy Carr, got it. Jimmy Carr, the, the comedian's name is Jimmy Carr. He made he said this joke. He said, "I don't know why everybody's roasting Pete's Pete Pete's dad." You know that was, yep, Matt Jimmy Carr. We're on the we're on the same we're on the same same level. Um, he said, "I don't know why everybody's roasting uh, Pete's dad." You know that was that was. Uh, oh man, how, what was it that he, how does how was it that he said it? I don't want to butcher this. He said. Essentially, he said this to the effect of, I'm paraphrasing because I don't, I don't want to butcher the joke, but he's like, why is everybody making fun of Pete's dad? You know, the roast of his dad was in 2001. <laughs> and everybody goes, oh my God. I think it was, uh, who's the dude who plays, um, oh man, I'm just forgetting everybody's names right now. Uh, who's <laughs> the guy who says, um, and Perkins from, uh, it's always, not it's always sunny. Oh my God. I gotta get off of this thing. I cannot remember anybody's name. The dude who says Ann Perkins on Parks and Rec. I forget his name, but he was like, he looked upset at the joke. He was like laughing, but he was like, oh my god. But yeah, anyways. Um, I don't know. Oh, we were talking about Of Mice and I was talking about Warp Tour. Oh yeah, uh, 2011 Warp Tour. I saw uh, Devil Wears Prada for the first time. I saw A Day to Remember for the first time. I saw Black Veil Brides for the first time. It was the first time I'd ever heard of them. First time I'd ever seen them. And I'm going to be honest with you, they looked hella dope. I thought they looked badass. They had like soup. They were all black makeup. I remember the bass player had like some makeup. It Now it's like reminiscent of like Avatar, the makeup he does. But then it was also 
prior to that, reminiscent to the dig video by Mudvayne where the, the dude has like this, this squiggly line paint right here. It was really creepy looking. And then I thought they looked like a scene version of Kiss because they were just like all decked out and they looked really great, but I never got into Black Veil Brides. But Andy Biersack, I did really love him in his uh, the movie he was in, American Satan. Really good movie. You should check it out. And then the follow-up to that movie is a series on Amazon called Paradise City, which is which is all right. It sucks that it got... Um, I don't know if it got shut down, canceled, or what, but it, one of the uh, one of the kids died. What's his fucking name? Um, oh, Paradise City. Don't bring up... They basically are. Paradise City show drama series. Oh, Cameron Boyce. Cameron Boyce was on that show, and he fucking died. Um, I don't remember how, though. So let's, let's, a sudden unexpected death, suffering a seizure in his sleep caused by epilepsy. What a fucking, I mean, that's a good way to go, right? Like, if you had to die, let it be in your sleep. Man, that's weird. That's like, that's like as weird as, uh, damn, what's that kid's name who got crushed by his Jeep, um, in his driveway like the parking brake failed and it just rolled down Anton Yelchin that's right his SUV rolled down his driveway and trapped him against a security gate that's not a cool way that's not cool that's not a fun way to go um but yeah that's pretty tragic um I should probably get off this uh people who have died unexpectedly train that we're on um cause that's not what the show is about uh, if you want that, you should check out the uh, um, uh, the Wicked Wicked Miss Wicked Side podcast. I they changed their name and I forgot it. I apologize. Uh, let me see, Wicked Miss podcast. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Yes, Wicked Myth podcast. If you want some true true crime, crazy. Uh, and they also do some like local history too. I was I was on an episode where they uh, where Brenna taught me about a uh, a bombing in up in Michigan. Uh, it was at a school. They fucking blew up a school in like the early 1900s, I think. Maybe 1800s. I don't remember. But it was a long time ago, and that shit was crazy. So you should check out that um, podcast. Um, I do think. What time are we at? Yeah, it's about ready. It's about my bedtime. So. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, if I feel weird plugging our stuff anymore. But if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook, obviously. Um, Instagram, Toon Junkies Podcast. Um, Toon Junkies Podcast. Instagram, Facebook. I'm not going to plug Twitter because we don't. I don't use it. Um, but yeah, you can find us wherever. Just Google us. That's all that really matters. We're, you can find us there. Um, so that's it. Um, be sure to, uh, stick around and, uh, we'll see you on the next episode.